Do you speak crowd lending? Welcome to our podcast covering the crowd lending industry. Our mission is to provide you with all the insights from this market and help you make informed decisions. I'm Gassen, co-founder and CEO of Acredius. We are a crowd lending platform based in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm delighted to host this podcast and hopefully bring value to all our listeners. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Do You Speak Crowd Lending uh, podcast. I'm Gassen, and today is a very special uh, episode because it's the episode number eight. Uh, we're having Jamie Hislip, head of brand marketing at Lender, a P2P uh, crowd lending platform from Ireland. And the episode is also special because I'm from 8-8-1988, and 8 is a very special number to me as well. Anyways, I will not bore you more with these details. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Uh, like I said to you when, when uh, we, we were talking off the, the recording, any um, anyone who wants to sit down and talk to me about alternative finance, digital lending, peer-to-peer lending, crowd financing, uh, I'm down with that. So thanks for having me. Great. Thank you very much, Jamie. So yeah, let's let's jump on it. Please tell us more about yourself. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, in, in a previous life, um, I was a professional rugby player here in Ireland for um, 15 years. Um, and prior to that, I, I studied medical mechanical engineering in college. But I've, I've been playing rugby since I was eight years old. So uh, I retired because of injury about two years ago. And um, since that time, I've been... Uh, well, I've been building out kind of the businesses that I invested in and helped set up while playing. And um, I spent, I went and worked for Google for 13 months full time here in their European headquarters. And now I am um, kind of managing and helping the different companies that I invested in, which kind of goes across multiple verticals. Uh, and, and right now I'm spending a lot of time with Flender just because that's the one that probably needs the most help to to um, really uh, break into the market here because we're... we're were dominated and um, the banking system is dominated so much by kind of uh, pillar banks, legacy banks here in the Irish market that uh, it's kind of hard to cut through. Um, unlike Europe in Ireland, uh, non-pillar bank financing only makes up about 10% of, of SME lending. Uh-huh. So um, we have a lot of work to do compared to Europe, which is about 50% and uh, in the US even more, so it's 75%. So we've a bit of work to do, but we are making grounds and um, you know, it's a, I, I'm involved, like I said, in a couple of different businesses, pubs being one of them, a uh, sports data company. Um, pubs need a bit of love right now as well because we've been closed for, for two months. But um, the digital lending is, what, like I said, I'm spending a lot of my time right there right now. Excellent. Thank you very much, Jamie. So, yeah, a bit of perspective here. So we are on May 18th and we are kind of in the middle of this uh, corona pandemic. Um, yeah, so great, Jamie. So I can see uh, an entrepreneur at heart and basically from entrepreneurship to crowd lending directly i mean how, how, how was the transition from there um yeah it's been it's been mental <laughs> it's been different it's definitely not the road that a lot of professional players take um and while i was playing uh, like I said, I invest in various different businesses. And again, not something, uh, I didn't invest in the businesses that, that traditionally Irish, or not Irish players, but rugby players probably did um, invest in. I invest in a couple of tech, a lot of tech companies, um, 
like I said, across multiple verticals. And I, and I always thought that it was better to, um, you got to remember, I'm a child almost of the recession. I, I went through the recession. So I came out of, you know, I come out of school, uh, out of college in, um, well, I come out of school in 2001. I finished college in 2005 and go professional straight away. But all my peer group um, were just out of college when the recession of 2008 hit. So we kind of had to go through that. We kind of had to understand that really in terms of creating long-time, long-term value, you've got to have, you've got to own something or create something that um, provides you value. And, and so that's what I did when I was playing, mm-hmm. thinking that it would help me in my transition. And, and that's what I've been, that was the real aim of, of investing in these different companies and setting up these companies that I would be able to uh, follow a passion that I had while playing, you know, because if you think about it, I did medical engineering uh, in college, which teaches you, teaches you all about the process and then being a professional player, you know, teaches you about how to work in teams and, and, what happens when you follow your passion, you go all in on your passion and then your, your investments is kind of a combination of that, but with, you know, kind of innovation and ideas. So it was kind of a bit of a, it was like layering on top of ideas and top of ideas. So that's kind of where I'm at now. And, 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 and digital lending was just one of those spaces that um, the market in general in Ireland was severely underdeveloped. Um, really prior to us, there was only one kind of person in the market, which is linked finance, they started in 2013 yeah. and now there's a couple of them and that, that whole lending space, not just in Ireland or in Europe or across, I think across the globe has been transformed and almost carved up a little bit by all the sorts of different various players who are doing, you know, uh, capital back finance, property back finance, mm-hmm. um, you know, merchant cash event, all these various different uh, products. Uh, because I mean, you think about it, we're, we're, we're like a, you know, we, we, us, us kind of neo banks or fintechs, whatever you want to call us, we're like, um, we're like a fast speedboat, and and the pillar banks are like big oil tankers. You know what I mean? It takes them fifteen miles, fifteen miles to stop, or takes them. You know what I mean? After they make the decision, it takes them that long to stop. But we can just turn on a sixpence, and I think that's the advantage that we've got. A all of us are, are using now to to really kind of um, steal the market a little bit because consumers in general are. You know, you, you think of everyone, the way you use your phone, everything's instantaneous. Amazon Prime, Netflix is on, on demand, Sky, you know, your TV yeah. is on demand. Everything's on demand now. So, so speed is, is expected. Yeah. And in Ireland, anyway, it takes six to eight weeks for a bank to give you a, a decision on an SME loan. Yeah. And, you know, we can do that. In, we can do that. In, our average turnaround time is like four hours. And yeah. we can usually deploy the cash within 24 to 48 hours. That's a whole lot different than waiting six to eight weeks from Pillar Bank. <laughs> Way different. You're right. You're right. So how is this current crisis affecting the industry in Ireland? Um, I think everyone's been affected. You know, um, I suppose the first kind of thing to unpack there is, you know, us as a business, you know, very quickly this kicked off and we had to look ourselves as a business. So, you know, you have to look at your own costs, how you manage that, what, what is essential to the business, what's not. And that happened across the board. So that didn't just affect our business, but then, then also we have to layer on top, okay, what other business are, are really affected by this? And, and are we able to lend to them? Are we able to provide flexibility to them? Because we've got to think of both sides. We're, we're lending to these companies, but we also have retail lenders who are putting money on our platform um, and 
you know, we want to give them a good rate. Our average return is about just under 10%. Our default rate is 1.1%. And we want to keep that really, really low. So those returns are really good for the retail lenders. But at the same time, we want to be helping Irish businesses by investing in, that's who we, we, lenders can come from anywhere in the world to our platform, but the business we loan to are in Ireland. Um, and we're trying our best to, to make sure we do right by both parties. Um, and we've, we've managed to keep our, our default rate really low because we're providing various forms of flexibility to um, industries that are being affected. I think it's, it's no surprise, like hospitality, tourism, they're the big, two big industries that are affected most um, in our market anyway. And I think across, that's a, that's a pretty common uh, trend. Um, and me speaking, because I also own two pubs, you know, we, we, we've been closed for two months and we're going to be the last ones to open. So I'd say we'd be all in all closed for the guts of mm-hmm. four or five months, which is nearly half the year, which is mad, you know. Um, but look, it's, it's you got to, I mean, you, you, can, you can look back, you can give out or, you know, you can, you can reframe it and, and work on solutions or work on opportunities that you might have, just like, dozens of businesses are doing so right now great great and so speaking about uh closely about flender so what are the current and future projects of flender pardon what are the current and future projects that you have in oh um in flender that's a good question i have a list as long as my arm of of the of the the projects i want the engineers to, to do for us because we're a purely online digital business right but yeah different things take priority at different stages. So we have a, we have a really, really good roadmap of different types of um, financial products that we, we want to develop um, and want to make almost democratize that, those different offers for, for everyone, for businesses and for people who want to, options as what you can uh, lend and get a return on your investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot of that, again, then comes back to resources. You know, we were hiring quite aggressively. We've had to kind of press pause on that to a certain degree through, throughout this uh, crisis, just like a lot of businesses. And that has a knock-on effect in terms of being able to execute that roadmap and, and um, you know, the, the speed at which you're, you're, you're kind of getting those projects done. Um, we have a couple of big, big projects that uh, we've, we, we were working on. They were meant to come live May, June, but they've all been pushed back now. Hopefully, we, we were kind of working on them uh, with, a, with, a, with a limited team, and um, hopefully they'll come live tail end of the year. But we're, we're, we're really kind of multiple products coming out. Just last week, we updated a load of stuff for our third-party intermediary channel, uh, partnership Ooh. channel. Um, and we've, we've various different projects that we're just kind of we're working away on. Um, but all in all, it's good. We're, we've been kind of working on our pipeline in terms of different um, businesses that are coming, coming to us for financing. And our retail lenders are really uh, reacting really, really well to that because we've been quite prudent on the industries that we're lending into. Um, you know, all things considered, we're, 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 we, that's what we have to do. Um, we're quite prudent on the volumes that we're lending out as well. Um, and uh, everything's going through our, our, our credit check um, as per usual. So it's, you know, there's a couple of different things that are at play. Um, and there's, you know, even from a marketing perspective, there's, there's a lot more we would like to be doing. But again, it comes down to priority and resources right now. Yeah. Um, because like everyone, it was consolidate, look after what you got, um, 
nurture that and, and nurture that throughout these next couple of months and, and build that almost, um, you know, uh, customer loyalty, brand loyalty, like whatever it is, your, your community and really, really build those relationships so that, you know, down the line, um, those people will stick with you and they know that, um, that you worked with them to, to, to stay together. So that's really what we're, we're building on from, from a marketing brand perspective, building in those relationships. Great. So speaking about brand here, so you're the head of brand marketing. So what are the main challenges that you are facing when introducing crowd lending to investors or borrowers or partners? You know, again, we already kind of touched on it. The, the problem in the Irish market is that um, SME lending in particular has been uh, really, really, what can, what's the word? Kind of like dominated by the pillar banks. Yeah. Um, we've had, you know, there's, there's kind of three, four banks here who, who are the dominant players and have been traditionally. So we're trying to, I suppose, adapt uh, in this market, educate people along with, there, there's lots of different types of fintech providers here. And we're just trying to educate the market in terms of the options. We're not saying that we are for everyone, um, but we, we are just kind of doing a big educational piece and, and we've been making really good grounds uh, on that, getting a lot of cut through with the media because I think a lot of people are fed up with mm -hmm. um, the, the, the limited options that they would have had in this market and, and are welcoming uh, alternative financing options. Interesting. It's, it's funny because it's kind of similar here in Switzerland as well. So <laughs> we're in the same Yeah, way. I mean, I mean this, the stats are quite interesting, you know. So we, they, they, our central banks say that uh, alternative financing is about 10% of all SME lending. And the SME lending um, business every year is about 3.6 billion in Ireland. Mm -hmm. um, however, we kind of came together under a group called the IFPI, which is the Independent Finance Providers of Ireland. Mm -hmm. And we kind of did our uh, analysis, and we reckon we are doing about a billion euros. We actually reckon we're up to about 30% of, of um, oh. non-pillar bank financing. So uh, it looks like we're growing. The problem here is that we're, we're not regulated. Um, even though we have a, a UK license and we're regu regulating the UK, it's not regulated here in Ireland. And that's something we're working on quite hard because we want it regulated because, again, that will add an extra layer of trust with uh, the lender and, and an extra layer of trust um, with the borrower. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, in Switzerland, it's also a bit similar. We have, we have some kind of regulation, but there is no like any... Uh, crowd lending license whatsoever. We have uh, something uh, you can be a financial intermediary. There are sandboxes here and there, but yeah, it's, uh, it's also one of the challenges here in Switzerland. But uh, from your perspective and from the investor perspective, what are the main advantages of this asset class? Um, well, the main advantage of, of, of Flender, and, and I think you can say this with digital lending and, and, and fintechs and neobanks in general mm -hmm. is, um, you know, like us, for example, we provide fast, flexible finance. And I think it's that speed at which everyone else is operating and providing a service for customers, which is almost, it's, it's like for millennials and, and you know, kind of the, the generation Z, that's what they've grown up with. That's what they expect. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to be expected going forward. And, I think that's what we're leaning into. Um, like I said, you know, we can, you know, on average, our turnaround time to give you an answer is about once you've uploaded your documents, about four hours. I mean, and we're constantly looking how we shave time off that. And then in terms of deploying the funds, that's, that's 24 to 48 hours normally. 
Um, and again, we're trying to bring that down in terms of speed. And if you're an SME, you know, having it all, your financing sorted out in two to three days versus two, two months, you know, is it's huge because you could have landed a contract and you need to execute on that straight away. You need to get machinery to execute on that deal or stock or whatever it is, supplies. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to, we want to give people their time back. We want, to, we want to let them capture that opportunity. We want to enable them to grow. And then at the same time, like I said, on the retail lending side, provide our people with really competitive uh, in, like return on their investments. I mean, when you consider that in some places you're at negative interest rates, right? Yeah. You're, you, know, you put your money on deposit and you're not really getting anything. But if you can, you know, we, we loan out from six months to three years. Average size is about three years, but like there was opportunities to pop up that are six months of loans, get your return back in six months, you know, 12 months, 24 months. Um, so lots of opportunity for people if they have a bit of spare cash. But a lot of people, some people do right now, considering that um, they're not spending as much because of what's gone on over the last two months. It might not be a bad place to, to, to invest some of your money, given that the, you know, you know, people will argue going, well, there's risk assessment, there's risk in everything, there's risk if you play the market. The one thing I can guarantee you is that if you put your money on deposit, it's not going to do a whole lot there. Exactly. And you're also taking the risk, even if you put it in, in deposit, you're taking the risk of not taking the, the, the decision to do so. so. Yeah. Yeah. There's an opportunity cost to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, like I said, only, only like I said to everyone, only what you can afford to, obviously. Um, of but if you can lock it up for ten for for three years or, or twenty four months, you know, and and on average, like I said, the, the net return to you is in and around eight percent normally, and that's pretty bloody good, if you ask me. So, uh, speaking of that, what what would be your advice to any beginner retail investor who wants to start with P two P or crowd lending? Um, that's a good question. And I really think you've got to look at the different, like anything, you got to look at the team. I look at teams, right? Okay. And I look at the people there and especially with brands and companies you want to work for, it's like knowing, okay, what is that person about? Or what is that company about? Are you in line with those values? Are you in line with what they're, how they're operating? And I think that's what you can do. And I think in a world now where everyone is so connected and you can, you can check them out on their different social channels or you can, you know, and, or their different comms, um, you know, do a little bit of research on it and, and understand what they're about, what they're trying to achieve to who they're, who they're loan, loaning into, what businesses they're loaning into, what's the breakup of that? Are they putting out information on that? Example, every quarter now we release out our kind of insights from the quarter previous in terms of, <clears throat> You know, we'll do, we do two types of insights. We look at basically our borrowing book and we look at our lender book. Yeah. And we kind of go like, okay, basically give you a, a top line view of the industries that we're lending to, the amount that they're taking out on loan on average, the, the length of that term loan, um, you know, how our default rate is going, um, how, you know, what the return on investment is for average consumers, the average amount they're depositing into companies or, or lending out to companies. And, and we give that every quarter and quite transparent with it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's the kind of stuff you should be expected to get. And then also we, we, we do loads of webinars and, and all sorts of content that we're just getting out there and providing value and insight um, to both our borrowers and lenders. So that, to your question, you know, you, you know, what should people be looking for? It's that, it's that information from them. Um, 
and then also looking at the team, looking at the people there and, and, and digging a little bit on them. Excellent. Thank you very much, Jamie. This is very, very insightful. So we come to the end of our uh, interview, and but I will let you. I will not let you go like this without asking you our out of the box question. So, what's your favorite fruit? Favorite fruit has to be raspberries. <laughs> has to be raspberries. <laughs> May I ask why? I love raspberry jam. I love it. <laughs> raspberry jam on a nice um, on a nice Irish homemade scone. Scone, depending where you're from, how you pronounce it, uh, with a bit of nice, good Kerrygold Irish butter, butter, and a little bit of uh, clotted cream on top. That is a little piece of heaven. That's a killer, right? <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Jamie. Anything you want to add? No, no. Look, um, you know, it, it, we're really honoured to to have people like yourselves reach out to us, uh, particularly from Switzerland, because outside of Ireland. Uh, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, these types of markets are is actually where we're getting most of our retail lenders from. So uh, we, we appreciate um, enabling us to kind of spread our message that bit further of providing alternative financing options for, for people and, and kind of democratizing that information. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Jamie. Uh, thank you, everyone who is listening to us. And take care, stay safe, and uh, see you all soon. Thanks very much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for staying with us until the end. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media so you never miss an episode. Please don't hesitate to send us your questions and comments at acredius.ch. Thank you.